What up, what up? This is Monty, and you're now listening to the Thousand Story Podcast. Story Podcast. We are your hosts, Najee. And Luis. <laughs> that was a delay. Yeah. And of course, our residents, Montali. What up, what up, what up? Thank hey. you guys for having me. Thank Damn. You. Thank you, thank you. Welcome back. Hey, it's a pleasure to be back. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Really appreciate you taking the time to <laughs> come all the way up here. <laughs> God, so what are we talking about today? We got a few different things. We got a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Covering, you know, exposing. So uh, yeah. as you all might know, Coachella happened over the weekend or last weekend, right? It's, well, it's weekend both weekends. Right now. So Coachella weekend two happened this past weekend. Yes. And... <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> and uh, apparently, Ariana Grande was Ariana receiving flag, or was it Beyonce receiving flag? No, Ariana was receiving flag. So Beyonce came out with this documentary, the Homecoming documentary, which is a Netflix Netflix exclusive, right? And it basically details her entire um, journey and creative process when it came to creating her Coachella experience, yeah. aka Baychella. Last year? So last year? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, I don't know if it came out within the documentary or if people were looking at numbers, but it just came out that she was paid $4 million. And then people were looking at Ariana Grande and Coachella being like, how come Ariana is making $8 million and Beyonce only made $4 million? Right. right. Mm. But what people fail to understand is that she also Beyonce also made eight million dollars. That's the headlining spot. You get eight mil, right? Right. But it's four mil per weekend because <laughs> you perform two weekends. Got him. So Got him. I mean, but first off, first off, <laughs> shout out to all the people counting other people's money. You know, true. true. <laughs> <laughs> How you feel about it, money? Don't talk about it. I mean. Yo, it's none of your business. But I mean, because everything is public, everyone has something to say about it now, you know? Yeah. So. But like, you were saying something about the breakdown, though, which is pretty interesting. Oh, I mean, yeah. This, the artists aren't making a full flat eight mil. No, they got to split it with the team, the band, the, the dancers, label. the label. They're involved. Like, there's so many different pieces and people a part of the pie. A hundred percent. That's just all the number that people see. But True. that's not what they're walking out with. So how much do you think Ariana walked away with? Ver, ver, how much do you think Ariana walked away with versus how much Bay walked away with? Ooh. Damn. Ooh. Oh, okay. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> That's hard. Oh, I don't know. Right? I don't know. Beyonce has... She has... She got some pool. She has Leverage. A lot of, but she also has a lot of people involved. Her productions are yeah. very... Elaborate. Very, yeah. For so, sure. And I know that costs a pretty penny, so... 
I don't know. I'm gonna say maybe Ariana may, may walk away more. I mean, I don't know. I will. I will agree with that because yeah. I feel like, and 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 this goes back to what her live, like I, I don't know. I don't even know what what title he has, but it's basically like his the live. Uh, stage manager or hmm. something like that like the guy who's like helping her design the show I don't mm-hmm. know what it's called um, but he was talking about Beyonce's performance mm-hmm. last year just basically saying like she set the bar and now everybody's trying to outdo that bar yeah. which interesting. it makes sense you know but he was saying like you know it might just be better for artists to just go out there give everything they have you know just perform Right. And then try to make a cultural <laughs> statement every single time. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> but you know, the, the thing about that before you get into what oh, you're about to say, <laughs> I'm about to get into it. <laughs> the thing about that though is that it makes it sound like Ariana's performance was basically just like going to one of her shows, mm. which wasn't like a you know Coachella. Like, yeah, right. exactly. Right, 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 like it wasn't, it wasn't like a pivotal. Unique, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's why I feel like Ariana is probably going to walk away with more because it's I like agree. it's just Ariana performing like her normalish show. Right. At, which is there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. She's Ariana. She's, she's great. Yeah. But Beyonce definitely out just went. Yeah. She went, went hard. She probably she invested more into creating that type of experience, yeah. though, too. Yeah. Just to truly make sure that it really was, you could only get this at Coachella, which is why she also, you know, shout out to the whole marketing team. They got a whole television, you know, Netflix special yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah that makes so, sense. That's true. That makes sense. Why she went She's probably going to recoup the cost Correct. from the Netflix deal. There you go. That's hey. what yeah. I'm saying. Well, the Netflix deal was 60 mil. So she's so, definitely oh, recouping. Fuck. Well, yeah. there you go. <laughs> Forget about the Coachella. So, <laughs> Forget about that deal. Yeah. So, but you know, that, that, that's a real thing actually yeah. you could actually actually makes a lot of sense that's a great move exactly so basically just be like create this dope experience at Coachella Correct. make it a loss or not even make any money off of that whatsoever but have a deal with Netflix and do a whole thing about it so that covers all of that and everybody else is taken care of yeah that's a smart win-win yeah. she's probably walking away out of that 60 mil deal with over 8 million oh exactly <laughs> 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 Damn, that's some finesse, though. Yeah. See, but that's how you maneuver in the game. Damn. That's smart. That's fucking smart. But she's got the leverage to do it. Yeah. I mean, although I feel like Ariana could definitely, well, I don't know if she would pull 60 mil deal from Netflix. Mm. Nah. Nah, she doesn't have the the history. Nah, nah, it's It's too early. Beyonce. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, it's definitely she's still She's still making her history. Beyonce has been around for so long. Queen B. Yeah. She's Queen B. You feel me? Yeah. For sure. So, yeah. speaking of queens and getting that leverage and having that that <laughs> reputation, right? I have some feelings about people who come on stage and granted they put on a show, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There there are lights, there are flashy there's, there's flashiness, there's there's a vibe, but people are there and they enjoy the experience. Yeah. I get that. But if you're getting paid Eight mil. I want to see you actually perform. True. Mm-hmm. Right. True. I want to be. I want to be there and and not be able to just pull up YouTube and feel like that's the same thing going on. Like yeah. Over the weekend, the first weekend, I saw J Balvin go up. There was a few different artists too, mm-hmm. but J Balvin was one of the headliners. Right. Like top billing acts. Right. Because he's 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 up there. He's number yeah, one on, on Spotify. Spotify. He's, Is he number one now? Yeah. On Spotify? First in the world. Holy Beat out Drake. shit. 
He's out there. Wow. Right? He's got all the audience leverage. He's got all the streaming leverage, the label leverage. He's, he's, he's earning that check, right, outside of the, <laughs> the performance. Then he still gets wasn't up, a headliner. Still, <laughs> still wasn't a headliner. Still wasn't a headliner, but he's up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Then he gets on stage. And the first thing that I notice is the fact that the stage is very brightly lit. Very, very energetic. Very mm-hmm. enigmatic. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. Well, like, the, the, the stage design was incredible. Amazing. Yeah. Nobody absolutely. can negate that. That was amazing. But the fact that he just got out there and his DJ started his song and Jay Bovin didn't come out for another 20-some seconds while his song still played. And then when he did get out there, he proceeded to say one word and dance. <laughs> Not even dance. Shimmy. (laughs) (laughs) And he's getting paid. I don't know what, but at minimum, I would, I would guess my own personal guess is him as a non headlining act, but still major act. If, if headlining is eight mil, right? Well, four mil for a weekend. Yeah. Right. I would assume an act like Jay Balvin, a mil, right? I feel like that's a fair estimate. Yeah. That's a solid slot. He's a solid Second to the headliner slot. Yeah. 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 Like a mill. Yeah. Right. And you're telling me that this man got paid a million dollars to have his DJ play his and Daddy Yankees songs. That was a whole medley about that. (laughs) A whole medley of other people's songs. Yeah. Then he brought out Sean Paul. Then he brought out (laughs) Sean Paul. And all he had to do was shimmy. <laughs> okay, first of all, like I appreciate the finesse. Like I respect that, but I also fucking hate that. So yeah. much. <laughs> yes. Yes. As an artist who's spending his time and and energy trying to craft a performance, something granted, people remembered it, right? I'm not gonna say nobody remembered J Bowen's performance. Yeah. It was right. remembered, it was right. loved, it was adored. But it's also Coachella. Yeah. (laughs) You're telling me that I only have to effectively shimmy to get a million dollars? I'm pissed. I wasted (laughs) so much time. (laughs) Oh, my God. What? The finesse. (laughs) The finesse of it all pisses me off. Like, the fact that we're okay with that, that people Mm. really just let that happen is a shame yeah and it, it goes back yeah. to what tyler's sentiment on the 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 whole festival was it's like people just go to coachella to say they went to coachella and show other people they went to coachella yeah and that's it that's true <laughs> and that is such a disheartening thing it's true it just blew me yeah i, I couldn't i, I it, it changed the way i look at the i already knew lip syncing exists i already knew your performance exists at varying degrees and at varying levels of you know whatever yeah. you need technically. I get that, mm-hmm. but it's fucking Coachella. Yeah, yeah. It's the it, it's supposed to be one of the most memorable points in your lifetime. Yeah. And this man it's got up there and shimmied. <laughs> but you know what? Listen, the thing about all that, you remember it though. <laughs> yeah. Oh my so, god. So in a way, his finesse worked. On you. Right. But Damn. I will remember that moment for my life. For a lifetime. For the wrong reason. I promise you, I will never go to another J. Balvin show. Ever. Damn. 
ever. Damn. Watch him hit Period. you up and be like, yo, you want to work on a track? Hey, that's a different story. Oh, all of a <laughs> sudden. That. Yeah. All of a sudden, then okay. he hears this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I'm this. doing Coachella. Get and I'm at DJ Balvin. <laughs> Let's talk about it. You know what's it. funny is that Rosalia also came out mm-hmm. during that performance. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> I saw a clip of it because I, I missed it during the live, live stream. But um, she was like, she was obviously like they were both dancing to the track mm. but sh- her voice was coming out and there were a few times where she like put the mic up to her face but I think she forgot that she didn't have to sing because <laughs> she would like put the mic up to her face and then just be like oh yeah <laughs> like, and then just keep dancing and her voice like nothing changed like right there wasn't even like her singing over her voice or anything like that. It was literally the mic was just not even on. Yeah. At that Crazy. point, it was just like, why, why are you even hold it? But that's real because she made the appearance. You know what's yeah. interesting though? Oh no, go ahead. You want to say? Something? Well, no, no. I was gonna say because again, it's like, yes, that's especially when you watch it on a live stream. Mm-hmm. It can be viewed. You know, it's hard for us to really get it because we see all the different. Like, oh wow, you're really not seeing it at all. Like we see all the different details. But for people there, they just want to have a good time. Yep, true. That's why they're not even tripping at all. True. They're like, oh, cool, no. my favorite song. And then the person's at least on stage. You got to be singing. But the person's on stage and I can see you. Oh, they, you know, it's an amazing show. They're, you know, now, they're tripping. Yeah, That's exactly. why they don't yeah. care. Because they are <laughs> literally so. tripping. Very, very much so. <laughs> What's interesting, though, is it's like, I could be mad about the, like, you know, the, the artistry of it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, live performance has gone through this. Anyway. It started as a pantomime experience. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. It's it's not to say that being on stage and performing it live has always been the pinnacle of the, the craft, right? It yeah. literally started as something to be lip-synced and, and, and just pantomimed. Yeah. And to be just uh, kind of like a, like a realization of something that was already recorded. But nothing super dramatic. So, I, you know, it's always been this, mm-hmm. right? But then you're exposed to the actual, like an actual performance. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why am I paying for the same? Like, why? Why? Yeah. How you're paying can those... for what you're listening to on Spotify. Yeah. Yep. Later. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if his DJ didn't even have a, like a... <laughs> <laughs> like something on his laptop yeah you know he just had Spotify pulled up he, right. wasn't, he wasn't even fucking with Serato or anything like that he's just like hit play yeah. we good. So, hey bro I, I put the crossfader on bro yeah exactly <laughs> that's we all good. you need but it's a shame oh because you have iconic acts like so one of the strongest performances of that night oh yeah I thought was Billie Eilish Billie Eilish mm. 100%. blew it out of the water she blew it out of the water and you know like all the, so if you just think sonically Honestly, sonically, she was on point. Yeah, too. Mm-hmm. Like I had no, there was nothing wrong. She was with actually it. singing. She was singing. She was, she was singing. actually singing. And it, it's crazy how rare. Like it, it just made it more apparent how rare that actually is. Yeah. Like the fact that somebody can go on stage beyond point and 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 deliver a performance as, as far as energy, as far as sonically, as far like 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 just lights the whole visuals of it and and actually kill it. That's a rare skill. Yeah. True. Agreed. That's a really rare skill. Very so rare I mean, skill. you just you, you, as you know, somebody on the smaller end of things, or like you know, starting up, you look at that and you're like, oh gosh, that's the normal. Like that's the that's not actually the normal, which is crazy. 
It should. I, yeah. I personally would like it to be the normal. Right. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. But it's not. But this this also goes back to like since Jay Balvin is mainly like a producer. I, I wouldn't even consider him a singer songwriter. Right. He's more of a producer who also sings. You know, and I imagine that his live voice hmm. is not that great at all mm. at all at all you know and that not would distract to, but, but, from the performance yeah I think exactly for you know for his genre I feel yeah. like that if, if you it would actually detract from it which makes sense yeah. as to why that's the setup that he has yeah it's just you know it's it's kind of it takes you aback when you when you're there and you're expe- I don't know Man, we, we've we've lot we're way past the era of performers right I mean if you think about performers you're talking like late 60s mm. Right, I mean, not even really early '60s. Like, well, actually, no. Like, I'm thinking early. I'm thinking like Broadway, like Gene Kelly. Yeah, like of like real perform, like yeah, actual performers. Like, yeah, Barbara Streisands, Judy so, Garland, and it's not. But the thing is, those even existed concurrently with the the pantomime performance. The pantomime performances were only done for television, though, and they right. were only done for television because we didn't have the equipment to record something live like right. that on television. Mm. All right, you know, and. On, that's, that's, so, yeah. yeah, and that's really how it started because like they were doing it up until like the late seventies, right. you know. We Which, didn't. Yeah. That, and that, I guess that's why I'm so frustrated because they were limited by the technology. Yeah, but we're not. No. So no, you we're to, not. We're not at <laughs> and all. That's the difference, though, is that they were actual performers and they were pissed that they had to pantomime the music because right. they're like, we want to perform the music, you know. Yeah. But now we're in this weird space where like. You know, we have all these producers who aren't necessarily good performers right. getting really popular. Really now they're quickly. asked to perform on stage. Yeah. Really, really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I would say, like, that's a huge learning curve for a lot of producers, yeah. too. Because it's like, oh, you're going to go mm-hmm. up there and rap? You're going to go up there and DJ? What you going to do? Yeah. Because people want to see you live. Yeah. So, for yeah. Real. again, that's probably even a learning experience for him, too. True. Probably. So he's like, cool, I got to make it work. I'm going to have my little people run across stage in their little costumes, and that's yeah. my show. <laughs> I'm going to walk so. away with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so It's crazy, yeah. though. You know, just how yeah. far we've come. I, you know, so you, it, it's interesting that they both can exist in this kind of time. You yeah. can have the Billie mm-hmm. Eilish, and you can have the Jay Balvin, and they're both successful. Yeah. Exactly. But See, I also that, think that's... Okay. I was just going to say, I, I feel like between like the 80s and like maybe like mid to late 90s, is where we had like real performers in all aspects where they had to perform mm. right. every time. Right. right. That's you why Millie to. Vanilli yeah. Yeah. Are, wait, was it Millie Vanilli? That, that got like yeah. sacked for lip syncing. For lip syncing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they, their entire career just yeah. crumbled because they were lip syncing. But just like the Queen, Billy Joel's, Elton John's right. of the world, like none of that shit is fake ever. 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 Mm-hmm. It's always demanded yeah. they perform that. Yeah. And they've had the ability. Yeah. You know? So maybe it's a genre thing. Maybe because we have more genres that... True. You know? Because yeah. if you think about it, even though Billy and J Balvin are two... Well, technically they're both pop. Yeah. But they're different markets. Yeah. They are different markets. It's not to say that all that music or anything like that. But, no. like, they're different... It, they, they, J Balvin is closer to the rap market or the hip-hop market yeah. than he would be the pop market, True. I think. Mm-hmm. Like, hip-hop and Latin. Right? And the other thing that I noticed about that, like even when Wiz Khalifa was on stage, it was that similar kind of, you know, piss me off energy. Yeah. For me personally, because Wiz had the 
grandest, you know, displays of lights and energy and charisma outside of him. But then you get to Wiz, and you've got the track going behind him, blaring loud, and he's just on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Walking around, chilling. Let's go. Lucky yellow. (laughs) I feel you, though. And it's interesting that you say genre. It's interesting, because, like, Billie Eilish, for example, I feel like she is very crossover genre. Yes. She has, like, music that's kind of poppy, music that's hip-hop. She's also got music that's slightly folky. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's really interesting to to put all those elements together. You need something that is more, um, how do I want to say, easily moldable, I guess, Mm -hmm. you know? Something that you can go on stage and change the aspect of of the track or said track or whatever you're performing mm. like immediately yeah you know there were a lot of things that she had in her show that were very time based yeah. yeah which you can really only do really well with a band true i mean you can do it in with you know equipment and like software and all that stuff right. but you don't have that same sort of impressive flair when it comes to it you know when you're on yeah. a click track or whatever and it's interesting to know that her band was only two the people. drummer yeah it was the drummer and her brother yes yeah. who was handling he was handling guitar bass keys since and dj and dj at DJ the same time about everything but yeah. you know he they put on an incredible performance you know? yeah it just shows you you don't need well i mean he did a lot yeah, but yeah. you don't need a lot of people to deliver Do something great performance. Yeah. yeah That's like bands Like like Tame Impala Was the headliner For, for all of Coachella mm-hmm. And They perform everything live Yeah yep. and, and, you can exactly. t- and they had One of the best Performances that I saw Yeah period. Like I it, the Visuals Sonics Everything yeah. I was I was so Like I was like I wish I was there Like that's yeah. what I want And it, you know, it makes sense He's a headliner I'm glad yeah. that at least the headliners <laughs> can do that. I feel like they do a good job of curating it so every you know demographic and yeah. true. genres are highlighted. Very right, because Tame Impala's not necessarily turn up. Yeah, no. exactly. You know, some people need to just shut down, just shut chill. out, and just chill. Yeah. So I get it. There's a place for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh yeah. But speaking of being pissed off, um, you actually brought up a good uh, topic here: uh, the Notre Dame building. Yeah. That- Recently mm. burned. Let's talk about that. What, what happened? Yeah, it's unfortunate that um, it burned down, obviously. Ah, yeah. Because um, it's, you know, hundreds of years of history that was lost. Yeah. Mm. Um, to me, it's just interesting how right after it burned down, everyone was so quick to rescue the building. Mm. And we were so eager to donate hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, when you say everyone, though, what do you mean? So there were certain billionaires who were um, literally like three families, I believe. They all donated. Damn. Um over 500 million euros. euros. Holy yeah. shit. Not dollars, euros. So, and again, not to be a hypocrite because I was talking about counting other people's money. For me, it's still just interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's just interesting to see, I guess, where people throw their money to depending on the cause. Right. And for me, again, I, know, I understand the historical side of it. For me, it's just fascinating to also be aware of how many different people can be saved or different things can be cured. Just even with medicine that we currently have with less than that. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's yeah. just fascinating just to see how quick mm-hmm. we were able to just throw money at that. So I agree. Well, I mean, certain people, not right? Me. I'm like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm dime. Cool. Not that I yeah. don't want to, but I one, I didn't even know what happened until I heard about it being taken care of. You know, yeah. 24 hours later. But more importantly, it, it, for me, when I when I heard about that, I was just like, 
that's so sus. <laughs> like, yeah. not the actual building, but the fact that these three or four, whoever, who are the main benefactors of that being saved, were able to act so quickly and did act so quickly means that they have something invested in that space or mm. invested in that building being protected i don't know what but that's sus you don't you you don't become a billionaire by spending billions right <laughs> you don't yeah. become a you don't become a billionaire by spending millions but the fact that they were just so readily available to just drop that like even even there there are so many buildings that have fallen. world trade center for example has fallen yeah you didn't see any billionaires coming out the, the gates like oh we need to fix this immediately they're like no we'll take our time we'll rebuild properly but when you have something fall that quick and, and be taken care of that quick, that's Yeah, I, I think the historical aspect of it probably is what gave it more context, at least yeah. in that. Maybe. I get it. It's, an old it's been around, I believe, like over 800 years. It's been around right. for a long time. You know, it's been around for the, a long the time. The other thing, too, which I found like really interesting is that um, because it's such an old building, there's no way to really ensure that because you can't get back such a historical right value you know mm-hmm. like yeah valuable location and you know whatever it was built with however it was built like nobody's building shit like that anymore right. you yeah. know what i mean so the building itself wasn't even insured so the french government is actually liable for paying for that so i don't know who these families are did they name themselves um yeah, I don't know. Were they there's like, you know, the, but it's like also like Apple's even contributing now. Like there's a really? few yeah, there's a lot of different people contributing. But that's why I'm I'm For like me it's just interesting. I that's feel interesting. Like that's clout though. It's clout, Is but it at the look? same time it's yeah. also yeah. very specific. If yeah. you have that many key important families, key important companies, Apple's a trillion dollar company. Yeah. Saving a building that's something I, I'm not. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, like, <laughs> but, but that is something to just pay attention to. Yeah, I agree. You know, that's that's not something I can just look and be like, oh well. When there are so many other problems we could solve by them doing the same thing, yeah. And they decided to save a building. There's a very specific yeah. reason. Especially when that. people already said they got it covered though too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it's like, oh, they, they got it. They've already raised. But like, but no, we need to make sure. We need to make sure this building. Uh, just that I don't know how I feel about it. I mean I get it it's, it's a valuable building it's Apple's like yo put our logo there though yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know some people were saying turn it into it like an entire art space and I don't know if I agree with that to like you know, if, if I, I agree in the sense that yeah you know reconvert you know, repurpose it have it mean something new to the new generation like I get that but also I, I appreciate the old for what it is like you don't necessarily have to restore something and, and, and change it into something new like just restore it if you want to really really respect it in that sense like yeah, yeah. you know I, I i just don't i i'm not against it i'm just like i don't really see why you would go that way but okay cool yeah that's really weird to me though that i don't know i don't know we gotta see how this plays out yeah because that is strange that there's a lot of people like because i mean i get the historical aspect of it but, but that's very but that's when you have money. enough money like where is it going at that point? It's just exactly. going to the French government now. Yeah, but that's so I'm like I can't. We can't speak on it too much. We yeah. don't need yeah. to knock at the door. But you know, <laughs> just but, an interesting note. Just uh-huh. an interesting. Yeah. To keep in mind, like oh, good to yeah. know. <laughs> Shout out to people. Shout out to people. Um, so what else happened? Uh, oh, Game of Thrones. Game of, Game Thrones. of Thrones premiered. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> so Game of Thrones. 
just started. Episode two just dropped. We're not going to give you any spoilers. Like, nah, we can't nah, do that. No. But let's talk about episode one. Now that episode two's dropped, how do you feel about the ending? All right. Okay. So, so spoiler alert, if you haven't seen episode one, don't listen to this yeah, section. Yeah, just turn it down. Part. Turn it down. <laughs> but they I- tied up a lot of... They tied up all the loose ends, mm. basically, from the last season. And I don't know if I remember correctly. Did I feel like we might have noticed this, Najee, when when we were binge watching it? Because mm. you weren't here yet, mm-hmm. uh, Mani. But we were we, we were binge watching it last year in like December, January. Yep. And I feel like was it the the last second to last episode was always the craziest episode. Yep. And then the last one was like tying everything together yeah. for the next season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you yeah. think about Red Wedding happened, I think that was the penultimate episode. Yeah. 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 And then the next one was like, oh, shit, okay, got you. Yeah. So they, they tend to have that happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so it was interesting because like, wh- how did last season end? Last season ended. On the, on the cliffhanger. It did, yeah. which was different. That was that was a new thing because yeah. it ended with, you know, the ice dragon died. You yep. know, the... And, and it was flying like they they yeah. just it like taking out the wall yeah. yep. like so the, the night king was coming down yeah like exactly. he was they were they were like rolling deep oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> rolling deep if they were if that's yeah. a rolling hey. deep <laughs> you know you know True. they were there they were ready <laughs> they were they were marching but yeah I don't I, that that was that was last season yeah the season yeah. before I don't remember what happened on the finale but typically they've always been like that penultimate episode was like the big Ooh! yeah yeah but yeah this time when they opened the season the first episode right the ending of this episode because they I, it's a lot faster paced because it's only six episodes mm-hmm. yeah, right which is disheartening but I get it um, I mean, every episode is like fifteen million dollars. So yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. But lot. also, <clears throat> it also makes me it makes me sad because it's like there's only forty five minutes of content for fifteen million dollars. Like, ow. But also, I just yeah. want more. Like, yeah. As a yeah. as a consumer, I want to be able to just sit there and thoroughly enjoy. Like a solid hour and a half. It's been two years. Yeah, it's been two years. Season <laughs> set. I don't. Forty five minutes and you end it like that. We're not. I'm not going to say what the ending is because I don't want to spoil it entirely. Yeah. But what? <laughs> if you think about it, though, if you think about it, though, the majority of the episode is almost a mirror of that first episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. It you is. got John. Well, I don't want to know. Well, we know who Jon Snow is. Yeah, we got Jon yeah. and Daenerys. Right. You yeah. know. Right. They, that's all we can it, say. That's it. Yeah, we're like censoring ourselves. That, you know, there's <laughs> there's a scene down in the crypt, and that's that, a lot of that happened in that first episode. Yep. yep. A lot of that stuff. Paying homage, and then also just really tying the full story back together. Yeah. 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 So it's not that it was bad. It was no. not bad by any means. I wanted, I just wanted more. Just wanted yeah. more. Just wanted yeah. more. Yeah. So let me ask you guys this. Yo. So if it was combined, let's say two episodes in one, so it was only three episodes instead of six, would you like that more? Ooh. Yeah. See, yeah. Or would you want it more broken down into six? Well, yeah. actually, actually, because if you think about how Sherlock operates, Sherlock is only four, three or four episodes mm-hmm. per season. Mm-hmm. And they're all an hour and a half each. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy that. So I'm not actually opposed to the idea if I think about it. Hmm. 
honestly. Like, it's not a bad idea, but I also just want more episodes in general. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, no, that, See, that's, that's it. That's, that's what I'm saying. If there, was, if there was only three more episodes, that would make me sad. Yeah. So that I would make th- everyone like, that, sad. Even though it's that'd be a huge problem. In general, yeah. It's just. No, in, in yeah. this case, no. I, I don't think that would make sense. But in general, if they were kind of arranged like that, because Sherlock feels like every episode's a, a movie. It's literally yeah. the mm-hmm. movie length. They're an hour and a half each. Yeah. But Game of Thrones, if they did that. From early on, maybe, but now, no, 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 no. I need more episodes. You, you already committed. You can't. Yeah. See, like that's the weird thing is like the last two seasons they've been like, ah, this one's like seven. That one's gonna be six though, and that's the last one. That's all you're ever gonna yeah, get. They, like, I'm not just like, yeah, yeah. They it, definitely decided that. Mm-hmm. And it's moving. It's moving fast. It's moving. It's moving real fast. That's why I'm so yeah. upset. So I don't know. It's how, so fast, yeah. but I still want more. Yeah. It's frustrating. Like, how can it? How's it gonna end? How's it? Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, if you read the book, you probably know how it's going. But, the, the, but it's different than the oh, book. Oh, wait, no. That's right, because they have altered it from the yeah. book. It's like Walking Dead, the yeah. comic version versus the, the actual the show. Like, two mm. different directions. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, to tie it back into the whole industry side of things, mm-hmm. uh, even though we're excited, they're, 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 even Scissor Weekend, and Travis Scott are equally <laughs> as excited. They actually <laughs> dropped uh, uh did you listen to that song? I have not listened to the song. <laughs> did yet. you listen to that song? I did. It's awful. That song <laughs> is so trash. It's the worst song I've ever heard in my life. Like, it's really bad. <laughs> it's really, really bad. It starts off with the weekend, all right, being the weekend. And then he said, I was born of ice and snow. Yeah. And I'm just like, dog, it's too cheesy. Like, it's too I cheesy. was so. And then he says, put a knife through my heart. <laughs> I'm going to live on. Power is power. So oh I, I, for me, the way that I view this, because I also, for me, the first thing I did was look at some of the credits. You know yeah. I mean? I'm always curious to see yeah. who's involved. So obviously all their labels are involved. Yeah. Um, but also HBO is involved. Game of Thrones is on there. Exactly. So it's As like, a feature. I think it's more of a publicity. <laughs> exactly. I think it's more of a publicity because of how well the Black Panther album did, in my yeah. opinion. So I think because of how well that was received and how much of an impact that did for the, just the film as well, like yeah. the initial mm-hmm. marketing thing, I think they were trying to ride high on this as well. Just like, hey, yeah. let's put out a single with Tra- you know, Travis says yeah. in the weekend. Hopefully yeah. it'll get people more interested in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Now, that was a stretch. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't think we needed that. Like, nah. I'm, I'm nah. cool. Because, you know, and again, to each his own, maybe they're all huge fans of Game of Thrones. Maybe like, you know what, yo, I want to talk about fire and ice. Yeah, you, you like, can be a huge fan of Game of Thrones. <laughs> as we are. That's great. That's amazing. But I, <laughs> I'm gonna say something that might be slightly racist here. Oh, really? And uh-huh. I, yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean it in a negative way. What? Mm-hmm. Racism never is. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's always, okay. There's always a butt. Go ahead. Come I'm going to put myself out here when I say yeah. this. So if people are going to shit on me, like, I don't know, these are my words. But anyway, I just feel like it was a boardroom of a lot of old white men mm. thinking that this was a good idea. And they didn't even, I, I don't even feel like these artists, yeah, they were probably consulted, but it's more like, yo, do this because... We're the label, and we want you to do this. And also probably, yeah. You know what I mean? So, I, and and when you were talking, when you were talking about the Black Panther, that thing is, 
The reason that album is incredible is because it's it's culturally relevant. Of course. Thematically relevant. Yes. But my thing is you got to understand a lot of businesses, not everyone views it that way. Exactly. They're just like, wait a minute. We saw this work for them. Yeah. Maybe it could work for me. So let's yeah. copy the exact same formula. I just don't understand why they picked an all black cast of artists to make mm. a song for Game of Thrones. For Game of Thrones, <laughs> which is an all white cast of yeah. Nordic. actors. Yeah. Like Nordic actors. <laughs> and hey, it doesn't make any sense. That's real. And I'm not trying to be like, you know, we can't mix or anything like that. Right, but, right, but, right. Not, their cult, the cultural understanding of black people is very different than the cultural <laughs> understanding of Nordic white people who live in the north. Yeah. Like and far then, north. And in they the world nothing, of Game John of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> and in the world of Game of Thrones, yeah. which we can potentially believe that it might be like old England. So, <laughs> right. so I guess the question is, if you could. Yeah. Pick different artists for the song. Yeah. Who would you pick? Literally anybody else, first off. But no. <laughs> True. True. Because I heard Travis Scott go, yeah, yeah. You're like, God damn it. <laughs> this is not Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm not trying to be racist, but it's it just lit. doesn't fit. <laughs> but it doesn't Ooh. fit. I agree. It's yeah. like, it's, just, it, it's like bringing out, you know, like a... Like a Japanese pop artist to a Metallica concert. Exactly. Yeah. It just. I'm like, sorry. It's like it's just, it just doesn't. It just doesn't fit. It just yeah. doesn't. It's not fit for the audience. Yeah. It just isn't. So who would you pick? I. Hans Zimmerman. Uh, yeah. Anybody who's thematically orchestral. <laughs> you know. Yes. But if we're if we're just talking like straight pop artists, right? Even if we just stick to pop, rock, indie. Alternative, even bedroom pop, right? Even if yeah. we stick with that, I would choose somebody like Lord, wherever she is. Mm. Lord right? would have been dope. She would have killed it. Yeah, Billie Eilish would have been Billie dope. I- depending. No, because she would have added that. She would have added that like mysterious, like what the fuck is happening. True. I think I think more it's, emotional, Billy. Not yeah. not poppy, Billy. Like not not like yes. You you would you, you can see me in a crown. Yeah, Billie. like not yeah, yeah, talking yeah. like ocean eyes. Billie. I mean, like, even that song. Would have been slightly cheesy, but better than this one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what's the one song where Billy's like crying and she's got like the 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 uh, stuff? Zanny? Yeah, is yeah. it Zanny? I don't know the don't name know. of the song. You know, you know what I'm talking about, about though. Yeah, where yeah, she's yeah. like sitting in the chair and she's yep. just got like the black ink falling out of her. Yep. Like oh, yeah. that would have been perfect. That yeah. Billy? Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. Would have made sense. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else would be on there. Who would you pick, Manny? This group, um, I've been following. They're kind of upcoming. Mm. This group called uh, Taxigo. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Damn. Feel you. I, I think I think they could have definitely created. Yeah, but they're you know not everybody know about them yet. Hey, so, <laughs> you know, soon. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, bro, you laugh so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Soon. But yeah. So again, I'm just restating. I'm not racist. <laughs> I just feel up, like it was up. a bad decision. It was just a bad move. It was just a very bad move that didn't culturally make sense. Yeah. It just wasn't it wasn't, yeah. it, wasn't this, it wasn't this place. It and wasn't, I also expected them to like if you're going to feature Game of Thrones, like use some of the music from Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something like, allow them to sample it or yeah, something. Sample like, that flip shit. It, sample it Instead, it sounded like a song that should have belonged on the Black Panther album. I mean, the whole beat was just very Black Panther esque. Exactly. Yeah. Really, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. But it was also kind of forced. It was very very forced. forced. Yeah. The lyrics were awful. Purely yeah. contrived. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. I mean, but speaking of marketing, um, I think it's kind of interesting trying different forms of marketing. Yeah. So recently we kind of experimented with uh, Spotify ads. Oh. They, they started a whole new, uh, it's like a whole new campaign recently. Wait, wait, wait. Spotify ads in what sense? Because there's there been Spotify ads. Right. So Spotify my... audio ads. Yeah. Audio gotcha. ads. So pretty gotcha. much um, they opened it up as well for artists to literally put their ads up on the free tier essentially oh okay yeah. so it's not free yeah exactly cut the check to then reach the free tier so yeah. we did an experiment just to try to get people looped in and see what would happen mm. um so there's a few limitations you know not to get too technical i guess it's just like you know you can only you know target just one particular country you can't target per city all these different type of things you, you can target per city but only in the only same in country the same which country. is so like it was, right. yeah it was only limited to you can only choose one country and then target cities within that country which, per ad per ad per ad interesting very yeah you cannot choose multiple countries you can choose cities. cities that were outside of that country correct so like you, you couldn't target right. like la and london for example or correct. even la and toronto you couldn't do that you you'd have do. to target the u.s or la UK and London for a different Correct. ad. For each different ad. Exactly. Yeah, That's so really weird. It was very That's weird. Clunky. But um so anyway, we ran a little test and uh I mean, you have some more thoughts on the on the Oh, well, I mean just the stats in general. Just the to break stats, it all down. They, so they were not hidden for me. So we tried I, I just wanted to experiment and see what the mass approach would do. You know, yeah. just just market it. Cuz if you Never think about that. it, Spotify is already it's, <laughs> <laughs> its own niche market, right? Like yeah. if you're if you're running it out on Spotify, it's not like running it out on TV. Right. You know, Spotify has a very specific purpose, specific intent. It's not really, it's music. Like, <laughs> music listeners, music engagers, right? So I thought, all right, let's try and run the ad um, with the minimum budget and see what sticks. Just throw it out there to every Spotify user we can, that, that we can target in yeah. the US, mm-hmm. right? That, that are, you know, we can actually target. Uh, and we'll see what happens. And then we did. And, <laughs> and the results were amazing. We learned so much from this experiment. Number one, <laughs> know your audience. Know your audience. Whenever you're investing in marketing, use the data that you have to your advantage and target your audience. Because if you try to just blast everybody, it reaches nobody. It mm. really, literally, nobody. So <laughs> after 10,000 people actually listening to the ad, yeah, 10,000. 10,000. Damn. Because we stopped it at a certain point. I was like, oh, no, F, like, you know, forget this. We good. Yeah. After 10,000 people heard it, only, I think, six people. Holy shit. Actually converted. Clicked. Clicked. And then I think only two, one. Two people converted. Two. Yeah. To, to listening to my song. Out of 10,000. So that's what a blast does. And that was like roughly like 123. 23, yeah. Dollars. So, dollars. Okay, wait, that was a hundred what? Hundred and twenty-three dollars got you about ten thousand okay, okay. um people, and that's just with the range. In the US. Of, in the all US, right, right. just with the blast, and the conversion was only Ooh. technically two people. All right. From ten thousand people. From ten thousand. How long did it take to reach ten thousand? Like an hour? No, no. no, 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 no that no. was over probably three days. Yeah. Three days. Yeah. Three days. Were, were they just intermittently throwing your stuff in? Well, that's the thing. We don't know we have no how idea. the yeah. ads are being run. We don't know even some of the how details. How they're being delivered. The exactly. We don't know what time. Well, we know well, what's we... being delivered because we, you know, you know. Right. 
Yeah, if you want to. We yeah, know that we can control. So I, yeah. Of course. So I, I I made an ad, like I made an audio ad for it. I know exactly right. what was being delivered. It was a 30-second ad, right? Um, we don't know Hilarious when, Howard. <laughs> mm, we'll we share it later. We'll play it. We'll play it on the, on the thing. Uh, we'll give it some space to play. So actually, here's the ad. My name's Nashi, and I do a lot. Admittedly, that is a cop-out, but in this day and age, a cop-out is a form of flex. And sometimes, a flex is necessary. Mm-hmm. It's a concept even your third grade teacher is well acquainted with. What do you think video day was for? Go ahead, think about watching it. watching a oh, movie. Mm. Anyways, this is not an ad. This is advice. Ooh. So, flex solution number one. Listen to my album, Misfit. And that, in and of itself, provides the greatest flex of all. You're welcome. Right, so that's the ad. And I think it's funny. <laughs> I think it's entertaining. So good. Um, you know, so we ran that, but the thing is, they don't tell. <laughs> I'm dying. You're just like, I think it's good. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. It's great. Okay. Um, you know, very, very Geico esque. Very, mm. very Naji. You know, Naji. Yes, very Naji. Yeah. Inspired, um, <laughs> but you know, we don't know when it's running. We don't know who it's running by. Yeah. We just know it was just a general overview of Spotify users, right? Or Spotify free users. Um, we don't know what time it is in which part of the country, because all we know is that it was being targeted to specific cities, right? But it's also their surrounding areas. It's also uh, the surrounding cities. So it's very, very vague Mm -hmm. as far as, like, specifically what it's targeting, when it's targeting, and how it's targeting it, Mm -hmm. Um, which is kind of important to know if you're running an ad specifically trying to target people. So with that said, hey, Spotify, let us know if you need some help beta testing. Yo, we got you. Got you. Because there's just just a few different data points. Need some tweaks. Yeah, that's all. That's all. Tweaks. But um, overall, it was a That's great crazy. experiment because yes. we learned so much from it, and we're not going to use it anytime soon. Um, <laughs> no, it was good though. It was, it but was um, good again, it, it's like if we were to ever explore it after they make their different tweaks, of it's course. like now yeah, pinpointing on specifically because there was different things that yeah. we forgot to mention. Like you can target based on either a playlist, yeah, or a genre, yeah, or based on other artists, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um. But uh, yeah, that's it. Or just everybody. See, I I feel like when it comes to advertising for music, mm. you have to treat it so differently because like music is is cool. You know what I mean? Music is like real cool. It's not like like a movie. Right. It's not like a podcast, which I feel like would be a lot easier to advertise for. Right. Because there's more words. Content. Go listen to more words. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you can turn it into anything. Yep. But with the music, it's hard to, it's really hard to advertise music mm-hmm. unless you're going for like a specific sort of brand, especially when it comes to an audio advertisement. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you'd want to just play the song and somebody be like, oh shit, that sounds dope. But instead you gotta be like, you gotta be creative. You gotta yeah. be creative. <laughs> and be like, now go listen to my song. <laughs> Please. Ain't <laughs> never hurts to ask. It's true. And also just to true. experiment though. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, Trying yeah. something different when something's nodified. Who knows? Yeah. True. Yeah. So you know, we've only tried the Spotify market. That's right. not to say that we can't try that anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. Exactly. Say, see what does it say. Yeah. 
Um, you know, also got my low key vocal talent back. You know, just nice. trying to, mm-hmm, just trying to mm-hmm. see what see what's up. Voiceover, <laughs> voiceover, vocal. T- I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, I but, thought it was good. <laughs> no, but it, it. it is interesting that you mentioned even just podcasting because um, okay. it's like I, I feel like a lot of. Again, we all know yeah. the industry is really transitioning into podcasting. Oh, it's yeah. a growing sure. business market. Yeah. I mean, Even, Spotify, again, yeah. they, they're, they're back at it. So they just recently purchased Gimlet, Gimlet. which has mm-hmm. been one of the top, if not the top, podcast producer um, currently out. Like that yep. just exists. So I think they produce a lot of the keywords. Like, I don't know. Did they do cereal? Uh, no, I think that's NPR. NPR, yeah, yeah. NPR is cereal, right? Uh, yeah. What was the? What was the? They had a few different ones. They uh, had they had a lot, and a lot of them were like true. Uh, some were true crime. Um, I'm gonna look at it, right, it right now. They had yeah. motherhood sessions, um, conviction. They had a homecoming. A, a lot of them were like more story based than anything. Yeah, like they're that. very story based. So, yeah. Crime Town, Mystery Show, yep. Reply All, Startup. If you know podcasts, you know of these. These yeah. are really, really popular. Um, and if you don't, go check them out. Those are dope podcasts. Uh, but they are the top podcast producer, and they produce podcasts of high quality. Um, like, so it's not like just we we kind of produce this one to sound kind of like it's like a radio show, yeah, um, and really close to the mic, really personal. But those are very carefully uh, carefully curated, scripted, and intentionally like edited, like heavily yeah. edited. True, um, and they're high quality. They're very mm-hmm. high quality. So Spotify just bought them, <laughs> right? Outright. And just straight like straight out bought them. And then started creating podcast studios within their offices. Mm. Um, and the difference between a podcast studio and, you know, a music studio is that podcasts, well, I mean, everything typically, even in music, you need a very quiet space. But it depends if on the kind of music you're making. In the music space, uh, you could have a very reverberated room, and that's desired. Like, you could have yeah. a huge room built for choirs, bands, that kind of thing. That makes sense. But for podcasts, you need something dead. You need something quiet yeah. super super quiet um and tiny you don't need something huge you need something you need a table and mics and you know things that make you feel comfortable at a table with mics <laughs> <laughs> and that's really about it and obviously Drinks. processing equipment um so they're very very streamlined and they're very affordable to build as opposed mm. to a music studio mm. so they've been building a lot more of those out just to meet the demand of podcasts, which are actually rising. Because if you yeah. the DIY market mm. or the DIY content creation, which is what a podcast is, is yeah. DIY, is increasing. It's you know, but specifically podcasts, we're seeing a rise of those. And Spotify or Spotify's trying to pay attention to it. And yeah. they're building out their studios with that. I'm not sure if they're giving access to just Gimlet or mm-hmm. if it's mm-hmm. gonna be open to the public. But that'd be interesting if it was. It's a, it's um, a nice uh, question yeah. to ask though, just to find out. But it is it is very fascinating to see how many different players are also hopping into the ball, like into this whole thing. Cause like Universal Music Group partnered up with a firm, like a podcast firm, Wondery. Um, I have not heard of it. Yeah, but they're creating like original content, which I think is fascinating. Uh-huh. Cause it's like even labels now are trying to pay attention because everyone's trying to tap, you know, tap into the audio market. It's no longer Yo, just music; it's just for audio. Because that's the reason why Spotify has been really trying to position themselves. Yeah. Before labels kind of, you know, are aware of that because you know, typically they're behind. But yeah. ooh, yeah, I'm excited because we talked about this idea. Like, was it last year? It was last year. 
We had this specific, I'm not even going to say it because I don't want anybody to take this idea. <laughs> but, but it was I a good idea. If, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I wonder if, if original content could fall into that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Everything's going audio. Cool. But yeah, especially with Gimlet. I mean, we, I, we personally really rock with Gimlet too. We, earlier in the year, I think it was last year, we actually, Squarespace had a competition with Gimlet. Um, about the next great podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, and we submitted, funnily enough, we submitted the Thousand Story Podcast um, and it got an honorable mention. It was actually on the show as nice. an honorable mention, uh, which is nice. I'm saying nice. Like, <laughs> like I didn't even know like this. I'm not a part it's of cool. this. It's cool. It's cool. We forgot about it. No, you know? Yeah, it's dope. But it's, it's dope. <laughs> oh, my God. But it's interesting to see how many how many other companies are becoming more involved because Squarespace wasn't in the podcast. Well, they, they were in the sense of they were designing, helping podcasters design websites. Yes. But that's mm -hmm. a new partnership. Mm -hmm. Yes. That that just happened. Squarespace just came into that game, um, but it's just cool to yeah. see that you know it's it's actually becoming a it's it was already legitimate, but like a really people are paying companies are paying attention yeah. to podcasts and original audio content. Yep. So we're gonna see a lot more of that, and yep. I'm, I'm curious to see what that's gonna do with Spotify and Gimlet being now the same company. Are, mm -hmm. are they gonna partner with Squarespace? Are they like what? Well, how does that whole? Yeah, whole, I don't know. I feel like we should send some emails. We will send <laughs> strongly worded emails. Yes. yes. <laughs> to our, our, our producer friends and, you know, creator friends over at Gimlet. Anyway. Or right, it's Spotify now. Spotify mm. now. Or are they still, or Spotify just a parent Spinlet. Or <laughs> I don't know what the structure is, but I guess I, maybe they're taking over the name too. Or maybe Gimlet will keep the name. I hope. They I think it. they'll keep the name because I, I feel like, like Spotify's yeah, yeah. going to be like an umbrella. Gotcha. For them. It's like an alphabet for Google. Exactly. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, what, what, what else is what else going on in the in the internet realm? I mean, the oh. industry. Oh, yep. Bandcamp. Wait, wait, wait. Do you want to talk about Bandcamp? Or do you yep. want to talk about... Uh, there was another thing we had. I can't Amazon. Amazon, yeah. Bandcamp? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's so Bandcamp now is getting into vinyl. That's Which is dope. interesting. I mean, I mean, it's smart. It's yeah. very, it's very smart. smart. It's yeah. about time, actually. It really yep. is. Because if um, you think about how many people have partnered or, or have advertised their like their EPs, their LPs, and their vinyls on Bandcamp, strictly on Bandcamp, exactly. yeah, and then or redirected to other Listen, vinyl services. It makes Bank sense though, because it's like they they've always been like a paid service. Exactly. You have to buy the album. Yep. So it makes sense for them well, to move into a physical Not necessarily true. You didn't always have to buy it. You did have to either... Originally, they didn't even have the email part. Yeah. You could just pay what you want, which mm -hmm. is zero. True. You could also choose yeah. to pay zero. Which I think is still an option. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. still this, but you now have to... For the zero ones, you have to give your email address, I believe. Mm. Mm. Which, again, it's just going towards the artist. That's that's yeah. literally that's looking the, reason the artist. That, yeah. so You yeah. have your newsletters. You can have updates, that kind of thing. I get it. They've, but they've always been really indie and DIY-centric. Mm -hmm. Man, I support Bandcamp so much. Like, they've been around for so long Yes, and been able to really cement themselves regardless of what's going on in the rest of the industry and in the streaming era and all that because um, they've also tried to adapt to streaming as well as downloads. But even their whole business structure is also fascinating because a lot of their team actually works remote, remotely. That's why a lot of the different decisions that they're making now is very different um, because typically people are spread out throughout the world that all work on Bandcamp. Yeah, so it's a very different type of system that they have. But they opened up a location in San Francisco, um, which is like a vinyl store. So this whole move makes a lot more sense now. Oh, so they have a physical like, Yeah, they actually order. got their very first physical store. But it was it's actually meant to be like a uh, more of like a space 
So people can go there to perform, and you can go there and buy select vinyl they select. I think it's like, uh, I think they curate like 20 different releases into vinyl every <laughs> month or something like that. But, That's um, a bit. Yeah. Um, Small pressings, I imagine, though. Yeah, I'm assuming for those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but Limited now that press. this will be a part of it, it's like that opens up the whole floodgate because obviously people have trusted Bandcamp for years. Yeah. So it just makes the process a lot easier. It's like, cool, you guys can do vinyl now? Perfect. Like, I've already been <laughs> using for my distro anyway. Yeah. So it's definitely, um, for me, I'm curious to see how it goes because I think they're doing the um, more of a, uh, like I guess, a crowdfunding type of yeah, uh, yeah. process <laughs> with it, I think. Yeah, yeah. So it's like once you reach the amount in the goal then they go out and press it which I still think is a God. very smart process anyway it's very, very no smart. one's wasting money yeah or time at all and yeah. they're not losing money by having the service that goes somewhere else exactly like, like I said traditionally if you were to buy vinyl on Bandcamp they you'd always have to go to another store mm-hmm. yeah right? mm-hmm. you know like you buy it was it. for the artist yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and you redirect it redirects to another store although we, like they recently started rolling out so you could buy the you could buy the vinyl as merch yep. but not specifically exactly. as vinyl yep but then that would still be up to the artists to go out and right. handle and figure out. Yeah. So yeah, this is and they'll handle all the shipping, all that, all the logistics. So I was like, wow, that's nice. Yeah, they're full distro and assembly, which is nice. And I love it. It's change. See, what they're actually, Bandcamp? you know, shout out to Bank. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Bank. Yeah. Good move. So the other thing I want to touch on, yes, is Amazon. Mm. They haven't really done like any marketing for Amazon Music at all. Most of the time, we just I don't <laughs> know about true. you, like they. Most of the time, we just, you know, figure it out or see it on Amazon Prime when we go to Amazon. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, they've never really marketed it. But they're about to soon. So they're opening up um, pretty much a free tier. <laughs> um, so now, when I say free tier, like, people can listen to it at least. Um, with ads. Use, with ads. Yeah. Right. Um, via their Alexa. Interesting. So that's the game they're trying to play. Interesting. So because of that move, yeah. now Google also copied the same move. So now YouTube Music will be the go-to one for all Google devices. Interesting. Interesting. So now everyone, they just closed down. YouTube just closed down uh, Google Play. Yep. Well. Huh. So now everyone's going to start playing that game of you know who really controls the market because guess what? Everyone's been buying these different Alexas and Google Google Who's, Homes. Yeah. So it's like who's really controlling the music? Hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah. So the only thing when it comes to at least YouTube music, one thing I did read is just like a technical. It's like it doesn't work. So you can't just say, "Hey, play this song." It doesn't mm-hmm. work that way. It'll yeah. play something similar, but unless you pay for the subscription, then it'll play. So that's the that's the way YouTube trying hmm. to finesse. But anyway, so, yeah, because like I, I remember us talking about Amazon Music being like pretty big. It's huge, right? Like 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 people use it a lot. Um, no. Okay. People, well, I would say they're technically like third because there's See, certain people that just use that's it. That's how I feel because like yeah. I never use Amazon Music yeah. ever. And I know yeah, I have no. it. Yeah. You know, because I pay for the Prime subscription. No, you don't have it with the, with the Prime. Not no. necessarily. Not Separate. anymore? No. So, I, no, thought, I thought you had this it. Did, no, no. See, this is where it gets a little confusing. They have okay. different tiers. Right. So there is one for Amazon Prime where you can listen to certain ones and then I think it's Amazon Unlimited. Right. Amazon Unlimited gives you Full Unlimited access. access. Who knew? Crazy. Geniuses. But yeah, that's essentially how it works. But the other thing is Amazon, you know, unlike other um, streaming services, Amazon is available everywhere. Just true. No one really is aware of that major point, though. So hmm. they, except I think like Denmark. I don't know why, but 
Um, yeah, that's but they're a global thing. company. That but they're a global sense. company, and then so people could, if they wanted to, stream yeah. it in different places. But they've never marketed. Huh. So I'm curious to see how this will pan out, and if Alexa users will convert over to Amazon Music. You know, I mean, obviously, I would think Alexa, by default, you know, the newer ones at least, they're going to come out out the gate with with Amazon Music as the default like call for music. Right, so when you right. say, you know, play such and such, it's like, oh, you want to play this from Amazon Music or Spotify? Exactly. But I. I Besides that, because obviously people are going to have their own preferences. They're going to have accounts with whatever music yeah. services they have. What do you think the play is to get people to convert over to that? Because mm. people have reputations to build. Like Spotify and Apple already have a reputation for being music services. Amazon yeah. is known for buying shit and books. <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the way that I view it, I feel like it'll just be easy use. Like mm-hmm. no one, if no one has to go through the hassle of setting up anything and it just connects to your Amazon account, they'll go with that. And yeah. Most people don't feel like tinkering like us. Like we'll we'll go and fix fix it, make sure it works the way we want it to. Mm-hmm. But some people just want to plug it in and just let it work. So if all you have to do is plug it in and be like, "Hey Alexa, play this," and it works. Yeah. You don't care if it's coming from Amazon Music. True. Yeah. Which I think might be their move. Correct. That's exactly. What yeah, I was gonna say because like people like for example like my dad, he has an Alexa. But he also has Apple Music. Mm. And I feel like maybe once he learns, because he's, you know, he's a, a like a middle-aged, like, cable cutter, cord cutter. Cord, what do they call them? Cord cutters. Cord cutters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. so, you know, so he's all about, like, trying to save as much as possible yeah. on whatever he's using. There are certain people in our generation that are going to be like, yeah, I'll just have the free Alexa tier or whatever when I on my Alexa. But the majority of the time, you're listening to music in your car or like mm-hmm, out and about. Mm-hmm. So you'll have Spotify, yeah. you know. But I feel like people like him might just be like, okay, if I pay for this service on Alexa, then I can just get it on my phone also. And I don't have to worry about anything. And they'll deal with like the... I don't know. I, I haven't used Amazon Prime Music in, or, or Amazon Music or whatever in a while, yeah. so I don't mm. know how clunky it is. Yeah, Same. Like, yeah. I, have no, I have no idea. I yeah. literally don't know. Like it's, it almost feels as archaic as going back to something like Rhapsody. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's not archaic. But yeah. I've never, like, for example, I've never used Amazon's app for shopping. Yeah, I always just use the website. See, I use their app for shopping. I use the app. Yeah, yeah, but like I, even Apple Music though is clunky to me. Oh, uh, yeah, but they're they're working on that. Yeah, yeah, you know I've heard a little <laughs> little whispers. They're actually so the reason why it's so clunky is because yeah. they built it on top of iTunes. iTunes, yeah. iTunes has been out for years, yeah. so obviously the database mm. and everything behind it is old. Yeah, but they're working on something new. The only difference is now is they're going to separate it all out. They should have did that before they launched Apple Music, in my opinion. Yeah, they should have just came out the gate with it fresh and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Are they going to? I mean, they're probably going to keep iTunes in. No, no, they're shutting down. They're apparently Amazing. working to really shut it down. So Damn. it'll be it'll be Apple Music is one app. There'll be a new podcasting app. And yeah, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Apple Podcasts. And I think there is one. Maybe they will keep iTunes, actually. Yeah. I can't see them just shutting down. Actually, no. No, they definitely yeah, no. said they were shutting it down. Yeah, I think they're creating like a whole new, there's a whole like Apple TV. That's something. That's That was the other app. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, because they're streaming. Yeah, they're trying Super to focus service. strictly on streaming. They're, they're like, like forget downloads. <laughs> it's yeah. a new era. I'll think, you know, like because like even Netflix still has their DVD service, but it's called a whole other thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not even Netflix anymore. It's a Ooh. whole other. Speaking whole of other Netflix, company. I mean, what does everyone think about Disney Plus though? Yep. Dog. I'm on it. I'm on it. Are you a subscriber? Wait, is it what? out? No, no, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will you like, be subscribing? <laughs> 
<laughs> I know we talked about it last time, but yeah. I will for <laughs> yeah. sure be living with somebody who subscribes to it. This man. <laughs> this man. Wow. So, hey, bro, wow. I provide the Netflix seven, and the Hulu. Seven, somebody else got Disney Seven dollars. Seven dollars of what it will cost. And that's we don't even know what the family plan costs. But anyway, I think it's a very smart move for Disney yeah. because they create and own all of their content. Yes. But the reason why I really like it is because it is going to be new and their incentive is to get people to come over. So on the music licensing tip. <laughs> <laughs> Disney, hit, yeah, you know, Disney hit us up. We they're going to be looking for you. We over you know? Yeah. We're ready. No, but I, I, the the problem that we're going to run into mm. is we have too many streaming services. Ah, that's mm. a great question. Where it's going to cost so much money just to have Spotify, right. Netflix, Hulu, mm. you know. It may so be modular, Disney Plus. but it's still, uh, we're creating another cable service. The yeah. internet is becoming the next cable service. Exactly. Basically. Everything just separated. Yeah. We're just paying for them individually. So I yep. guess the other question is like, how do you feel about owning things now? Like, because you do not own yeah. a movie. You do not own music. True. You're technically renting it. Right. Which is this, I, mm. personally, I, I, as long as physical mediums always exist, I'll be okay. I don't ever want physical mediums to disappear because it's always something tangible. But, which is why Violin is making the comeback that it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know? But though, you got to think, because like if movie studios, right, don't have to create a physical copy and spend so much money on that. Mm. It's going to happen less. It's gonna happen a lot less. If not at all, like it might, they might just eradicate it. Which I get on a business tip; it yeah. makes sense. But also on a business tip to get that nostalgic effect and to get the the diehards, right? right. You're always gonna have some sort of merch, whether it's toys, whether yeah. it's vinyl, whether it's something. there's always gonna be something physical. As long as there is something physical, yeah, I feel like we'll be okay. But as far as like actually consuming and listening to the media. Mm. That personally, I don't think you necessarily need to own that as long as you own part of the experience. Yeah. Mm. I you know think I mean? the difference, though, becomes when, like, for example, I saw this on HBO's app, which was super smart. Okay. They have a leaving soon section. So all their movies or like whatever shows they might have that are not going to be there next month, mm -hmm. they have them all in this whole grouped section. I wish every streaming service did that. So yeah. It's amazing. But the thing that's interesting is that like, if something is on a streaming service, mm -hmm. you have less of a reason to watch it because you're like, it'll be there. Like, it's always going to be mm, there. Right. You know what I mean? So you don't really go out for those special... I don't know, events, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's, it doesn't become a special event. It's just like, oh, it's on Netflix, so I'll, I guess I'll just put it on. Yeah. You know, but... So I feel like the what the, the way to attack that is that they're going to start saying... They're going to start limiting how often they put certain things out. Just like mm. they used to do with the Disney Vault. Mm. So they right. only put out Snow White, you know, in the Seven Doors or whatever, like, once every 10 or 15 years... So they can get everybody watching. They're probably not going to do it to that extent, but they're going to limit releases still and, and limit the amount of copies that they're going to sell and sell them for more. Well, see, Disney well, didn't limit, though. Disney just rebranded and remarketed. Correct. It came out every 10 years to capture the new generation of people yeah, that correct. were trying to they were trying to attract, you know, the newer, yeah. younger kids. Mm -hmm. You know, so they came out with Disney Platinum Collection, yeah. Disney Gold Silver Platinum Collection, yeah. Disney, <laughs> Disney Classics Platinum yeah. Collection, you know. And that's smart. 
but they didn't limit it. It's interesting. You mm-hmm. could they were all the same thing, but they never like said it's only out for a limited time. They said the platinum version is only out for a limited time, but but that's the it thing. It's never... like you can't go to the store now and go buy that platinum version. That's why the Disney movies, if you buy, if you have like I think it's like the platinum or the diamond copy or whatever, right. <laughs> they're worth so much money because True. it's like like one that of the originals. Version. Yeah, like it was that like, specific version. It's like uh like when you get like editions of cards yeah. or something uh, like that, mm-hmm. which makes sense. It's smart, you know. They're com- collectible items. I'm just curious to know how that's gonna pan out though. Yeah. With everything. You know, turning digital. Yeah. So it's like if Disney won't need to necessarily do that anymore because it will always be available. Even yeah. to that point, it's like unlike HBO and Netflix where they have to license other people's films, mm-hmm. Disney owns it all. Yeah. They don't need to do that. Yeah. Nothing's going anywhere. It's staying on yeah. Disney. So I don't. That that's that's the part that's going to be very different. And why they're such in a different place? Because how do you create demand when something's always there? Right. You know what ah. I mean. That's why great, I said that's great, why physical I feel like great. will always exist because people are always going to want something. We got Disney World. True. True. Which is that, what that's it is. Why yeah. Disney, that's, that's exactly what Disney's thing is. Yeah. They're good. They are straight. They are straight. That's, Honestly. Honestly. that's what I'm saying. Like, Because even thinking about Hannah Montana, uh, right, when she was out doing that world tour, that was one of the biggest tours ever. Mm, the mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus Hannah Montana tour. Mm-hmm. The majority of the money came from the merchandise sold, though. Yep. Real. You know, yeah. So the tour was like just basically promoting the merch. Yeah, right. They didn't feel the need to own the tour, like no. the, the recording of the tour, but they right. wanted the merch. But then they did. They did record the tour, and then they sold DVD copies of the tour for like little girls who wanted mm-hmm. to experience who weren't able to. There was an I mean? era where that happened a lot. Though. Oh yeah, you had the they Usher had experience, oh, Justin Timberlake yeah. live. Uh, Prince Live. Yeah. You had, yep. I don't know what that was. That was a weird I mean, it was a great time. Beyonce, yeah. Netflix special. Beyonce Beyonce is. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. It yeah. hasn't died. It's just the, the format has changed. Yeah. yeah. Like, because pay per view has died. Oh, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because yep. we have streaming servers. Like, no. They don't no, need that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, wow. But who knows? Who knows yeah, what it looks like? That's crazy, man. Wow. Five years. That now. is an interesting question, though. Yeah. How to create demand when everything's available. Yeah. Everything is available. That's why wow. ultimately it's going to be more limited edition running things. Yeah. Experiments, you know, like capsules. Yeah. Mm. Uh, maybe they're gonna follow the the Supreme route, right? Mm-hmm. Or or the pop up route even. Yeah. Mm. It'd be interesting to see a Disney pop up. That would be cool. But even when you were mentioning the the Hannah Montana tour, it's like, oh my gosh. Disney is going to be pushing the mess out of Disney Plus yeah. Yeah. on top of whatever tour they're going to be doing as mm-hmm. well. On top of the new Disney World that they're building in China. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Star Wars land. Like there's so many other pieces of their bit. Man, mm-hmm. listen, everybody, we need to create a Disney. You feel me? Like that is the goal. That's true. That we'll is like, what? That's, we will get there. That's massive. That's massive. That's huge. One day. Food for thought. but we don't have anything else to talk about there's a lot that happened but we tried to keep it concise Mm -hmm. um oh also shout out to epidemic sounds so if you remember on the last well the episode with matt uh insightful uh you learned that he worked at epidemic sounds which is a music licensing or you know uh backing music licensing company um and effects sound effects company and they hooked us up we have we're, we're partnered with them now so when you hear some random tracks or random tunes that just give you a certain feeling 
There's no words. It's just a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> could be us or it could be Epidemic Sounds. So shout out to you guys. Thank you. We're, we're not paid to do that or anything, but just shout out for letting yeah, part hey, of you guys. support. Shout yeah. out Epidemic. It definitely helps. Clean Hell sounds. Yeah. Quality sounds. Quality I made sounds. the ad, actually, it's the audio ad, using some Epidemic Sounds. Hey. Capable of doing that now. So shout I appreciate you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. They didn't, they didn't cut the check? No, no, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> so appreciate you, Matt. Shout out to Matt for being Shout that plug and being the ambassador for that and allowing us to become ambassadors. Uh, so we look forward to using more of their sounds. Uh, so if you guys want to go check that out, um, I've, we'll put a link in the descriptions and stuff and go, you know, share the love, share the epidemic sounds. Uh, but other than that, I think that's that's all we got for now. Next week's going to be a doozy. Yes. Uh, what do we have next week, Luis? What, what are you talking about? Oh, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> First of all, isn't somebody coming through next week? Yes. What are we talking about, though? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to remember who's coming through next week because hmm. it's... Uh, Deanna. Uh, is it Deanna? Yeah. It is Deanna. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so next week, the thousand-story household, <laughs> or just you and I, yeah, Monty's gonna be downstairs. Well, he'll return. This hey. is me stalling. <laughs> Shortly, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about how to make your own clothes mm. out of old clothes. <laughs> you know, Dang. flip that shit, dude. Dog, imagine this. All right. You go to Salvation Army. You buy some clothes. Mm. You buy some hoodies. Mm. You stitch that shit together. You're, you're basically making your own clothes. You're basically Virgil Abloh. Yeah, you are. You're basically <laughs> Virgil Abloh. You can make. You can make a. What did he make? Wasn't it like a like a paperclip bra- bracelet? Yeah. And sold that for a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. Hey. He literally went to Staples. Bro, Off White. <laughs> Off White is such a genius brand. It is. It's. It's irony packaged. That's so yeah. smart. It's a shirt that says a shirt. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's Genius. the smartest oh troll. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was That's also so at Coachella, too. Yep. And I felt like that whole performance was also a troll. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Shots fired. <laughs> wow. Well, we covered a lot, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Anywho, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. If you love us or yes. don't love us, let us know. You know, send us some comments. Leave a review. Yeah, Apple shout Podcasts. out to the people sending reviews. Yes. though. we I, love you. I saw one you. recently, and my heart was just a little bit touched. Yeah. Just a little bit. I know. Um, but yeah, Apple Podcast reviews help a bunch. Yes, comments help a bunch. Yes. liking and sharing happen, and that helps so much. And we appreciate everybody who has so far. So keep doing it, and we'll keep putting these out. Yes. Until next time, ladies, gents, and others, this has been the Thousand Story Podcast with Najee. And Luis. And Monty. So wait, before we go, where can we find you, Monty? You can find me at M-O-N-T-Y-L-O-V. Everywhere. 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 And you can find me at Mr. Najee Boy. That's M-R-N-A-J-I-B-O-I. And you can find me at El Pontillo. That's E-L-P-O-N-T-I-L-O-O. And of course, you can find Thousand Story at Thousand Story underscore. And you would think I don't have to say 
it's an actual underscore, not the word underscore. But you'd be surprised at the requests we receive. <laughs> <laughs> so, Thousand Story underscore. An actual underscore, not the word underscore. <laughs> so, until next time, peace. Bye. Peace. Thank you.